Are you struggling to contribute at Trivia Night? Do you find that the subjects of high school tend to cause you fright? Not to worry, we've got a solution of sorts A variety of topics and comedic retorts Your mind's awake, but your body's at ease When you're listening to Topical Breeze Yodelay-hoo Topical Breeze <laughs> New theme song, that's it Alright, Oh, Stevie, yes. you're on it yeah, You got Cut that together <laughs> Eat a Ricola and come back <laughs> Go eat a Ricola. What do you call those instrument from the Ricola? The big, like, long thing he has? Horn. Welcome back to that Topical Breeze. <laughs> um, I'm Nathan. I'm Andy. Uh, and this is the show where two teachers take turns uh, explaining topics to each other in depth, getting off track, getting back on track. Um, We've been doing great at getting on track recently. Well, to get on track, you got to get off track That's first. true. Uh, and so we are starting a new cycle today. Um, which what means, does that mean? Well, does that yeah. mean it's a math episode? It's a math episode. So, yeah. So we, we alternate topics as well as the presenter. So I am math, and then Nathan is um, uh, so- social studies. Social studies. And then I am English, and Nathan is science. And then we start over. Uh, so we just did a science episode. Uh, what was the last one? P-Boy! P-Boy! Yeah, that's right. Gregor Mandel. Sorry, that, that came in real loud on that one. That's okay. But Stevie can edit it out. Um, so yeah, um, today is a math episode. And Nathan, I got to be honest with you. Please be honest. I would want nothing more than you to be honest with me. Okay, I'm extremely... I think I don't know if I've ever been this excited for a math oh. episode. Oh, oh, oh. I know, oh. me, math guy, excited about the math episode. Math guy's excited for the math episode. Look so, out, folks. Um, Look out. The uh, It is episode 21. Uh, yeah. Oh, Blackjack. 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 Lord, I was born a gambling man. That's oh, what we're doing, baby. The, we're talking, we're about talking about the Allman Brothers. <laughs> The Almond Brothers. <laughs> almond Joy. That's where you get almond milk. <laughs> <laughs> almond milk comes from the Almond Brothers. <laughs> gotcha. Um, yeah, we're talking about gambling today. Oh, okay. Andy. Yeah? And you know you have me here. I know. I do a good amount of sports betting. Oh, and I don't. I don't do a lot of, I guess... Um, casino uh, stuff? Casino or like traditional gambling, mostly because I don't go to... I've been to a casino once, I think. When have you been to a casino? I went with my fiance's parents once. Oh, uh, and they gave me like fifty bucks. Nice. Uh, and I, you, you know, walked out of a millionaire. No, yeah. <laughs> I played the uh, Miss America slot Jesus machine. Jesus Christ! I don't understand how people. It play was hitting, dude. I would rather. G- I want to go to a casino and play like table games. Yeah. But I've never done it before. Well, and that was my first time in the casino, and they were all just like, "Oh, we'll go play slots." Yeah, you can't. It's hard to do it on your own. It's very intimidating. Especially like a lot of those tables, the minimum buy-in is like fifty or a hundred. Yeah. Like you kind of got to be, you know, paying a lot of money. Well, yeah. I've only been to a casino myself once. Um, I do a lot of sports betting. Though. You do do a we lot know of sports this. betting. My casino experience uh, was my brother's bachelor party. So I was best man for my brother. So I planned his bachelor party, but he invited like. 18 people to his bachelor party. It was big. And a lot of them were guys that I didn't really know. Mm-hmm. And so I enlisted one of his buddies to help me plan it, to make sure that I was, you know, p- pleasing the crowd. Of course. And I think he got a little carried away because he made a lot of decisions without consulting me. Nice. Um, which is fine, but one of the decisions was he got a party bus and took us to a casino, which huh. my brother specifically said he didn't want to do. Party bus. There's there's two kinds of people mm-hmm. in the world. I, yeah. Party bus goers and, limo and goers? normal people. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> people that say, yeah. you know what, I want to rent a party bus, and then us. Yeah, by party bus, it you just meant you could drink your own alcohol on the bus. That's really all it meant. Are you serious? There was like loud music and flashing lights. Right. But that's about Why it. would you pay for that? I don't know. Because it's cheaper than Uber, maybe? No, I it's don't know. not. But anyway, so the casino, people were playing cards mostly. I didn't really bet anything. So yeah. I'm not a gambler. Um, after this, I might be. I think I have a new gambling game. 
We'll get there. Oh. So. I'm so excited. Uh, you were talking about sports betting. Yes. So that's kind of where I want to start. That's where a Lovely. lot a lot of folks are getting into the like, Right in Draft my Kings. wheelhouse. Yeah. Like DraftKings or. Um, uh, FanDuel is FanDuel, one. yeah. Uh, Barstool has a sports book. Oh, yeah. I forgot MGM. about that. Oh, yeah. MGM. Um, so I want to talk about odds first. Of course. Like betting odds. Yeah. Because I never understood this, and I've just been pretending to understand it for a just very been, long time. Just been looking over my shoulder. Yeah, while pretty I'm, much. While I'm hitting pluses and minuses over I, here. I didn't really get it. So there are three different kinds of odds. Um, mm-hmm. You've got fractional odds or British odds. Okay. Um, so the like when you hear like nine to one or seven to two. Right. I don't like those. Those are confusing to me. So I'd like to explain them to you. These are still common in the U.S. I mean, for horse I, racing. I kind of get right. Right. So when you when you go to bet on the ponies. Oh, I have been to another casino. I I've been I've been to two horse tracks, but I've never gone in the casino. Okay. When I went to the horse yeah, track. Yeah, I went to a horse track once. Um. But yeah, so this is what's used for horse betting for the most part in America. Right. Um, but this is just how the odds Kentucky work. Derby. Yeah. Um, this is just how odds work in Britain. Uh-huh. Um, so the first number is the profit you make off of the wager. Right. And Compared to how much you are putting down. And the wager is the second number. So, so nine to one means is if you put down one dollar, right. you win nine. So nine is the profit. Oh, so sorry. You put down one dollar, you would win... You're $1 plus 9. Right. So you would win 10. So you add the numbers for the total payout, but one of those numbers is what you put down. Right. So if you put down a dollar on a 9 to 1 and you hit, you get $9 in profit, but they'll hand you a $10 bill. Right. Because you get the you $1 get your, back. Okay. Yeah. Um, so it doesn't have to be to 1. So like 7 to 2 means you put down $2 and, for a $7 and payout. That's where I usually get confused. So 7 to 2, it's still the same way. The first number is the profit. The second dollar is the wager. So 7 to 2 just keeps it whole numbers. You could also call it 3.5 to 1. 3.5 to 1, yeah. So um, anything less than 1 to 1, uh, uh, one, to one is called short odds. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then anything more is long odds. Mm-hmm. So a short odd is means like it's it's probably gonna like the, the so you can have you happen. can have a, a one to two odds right where it's more likely to happen. So you have so to you pay two dollars to win three exactly. So gotcha. well to get three back right. So you Sorry. you bet two dollars to profit one dollar right. Which it would be a pretty good. I mean it's a pretty solid bet. It's not exciting. Um, it's it is. But you, those kinds of bets exist all the time. I mean, you always have oh, an underdog. Uh, I I bet them all the time. Yeah. Um, you just don't see them a lot with the fractional odds in horse racing. Right. Because there's n- rarely an actual... Like, there'll be a favorite. There'll be someone that is the most likely to win, but usually no one is ever so, like, heavily favored, favored. or expected to win to that degree. Yeah. Where I've seen a 4-1 to one before. In mm-hmm. horse racing, but I don't know if I've seen it higher than that. I think I've seen a three to one. Um, so yeah, uh, th- those would be, and and then the higher the first number is, those are called longer the odds. Longer odds, yeah. Um, so just to kind of clarify this, um, you can have a three to four. So three to four means you would profit three dollars on a wager of four or so. That's cents that's for very very close to a like one to one. Yeah. But you're just profiting. So yeah, a one to one less. would mean if I put down a dollar, I would get back two dollars. It's 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 straight up. Yeah, I bet you five dollars. And you match me. Right. Um, that that's that's more like classic like handshake bets. Yes. I bet you five bucks. You can't touch the goal. Right. Exactly. You lose. You get my five dollars. I win. You give me five dollars. Right. Um. So. Um, <laughs> Nathan and I are big fans of a musical called Guys and Dolls. We sure are. Um, oh, okay. are we going to do the song? Do it. I got the horse right here. His, His name is Paul Revere. He's the guy that says it's all weather's clear. Can do. That can do. This guy says the horse can do. If he says the horse can do. Can do. Can do. So... In one of the songs, I'm he guys Valentine, because on the morning line, the guy has got him figured at five to nine. Okay, five to nine is odds. That's sh- super short odds. Yeah, that's great. You're betting odds. nine dollars I mean, yeah, to not... get five dollars in profit back. Five right. to nine it's a is super, super favorite. Yeah, super favorite. Um, no one's ever going to list that actually. If yeah. The horse is favored five to nine. That's R- crazy. Yeah. Um, so um, there's another song, Guys and Dolls, where. 
Uh, they're talking about. It's a musical about a lot of gambling. It is folks. a gambling musical. Yeah. So it's a. It, yeah, we should have clarified that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but there's a song, Guys and Dolls, called. I think it actually is called Guys and Dolls. Um, that's the one that goes like, that the guy's only doing it for Yeah, that's dog. the one, yeah. So there's a line in there that goes, call it hell, call it heaven. It's a probable 12, 12 to 7. 7. And 12 to 7 is not super probable. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think it's meant to be a joke. It, I mean, it's still long odds. It's not super long odds, but it's not favorable. But they call it a probable 12 it's to 7. It's a probable seven. 12 to 7. So maybe that means it's a good 12 to 7 bet. It, sure, yeah. Uh, but as yeah. far as twelve to seven bets go, that's a it's good. A, one. That's a probable twelve to seven. Yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe that's what it means. But yeah, it's a good line. Um, uh, this is something that I hadn't actually seen before. So that's fractional odds. This is decimal odds, which is common in mainland Europe, okay, rather than Britain. So Brit British odds were practicing Brexit for a lot longer than oh yeah, <laughs> than the whole country. <laughs> the bookies were ahead of the game. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so decimal odds work similarly, but they're not actually the same. So. Uh, this would be listed as like 5.00 or 1.35, something like that. It's just a number. Yeah. It's just a number. It's just a decimal. The number represents the total payout on a $1 bet. Okay. So if I bet $1 on 5.00 oh. odds, they're just going to give me $5. Uh-huh. But so Wait, the profit does that it, does that include the profit? It, it, yeah. So the number includes the profit and my bet. So if I bet a dollar on 5.00 odds, four dollars in profit and my one dollar back makes five. So a 5.00 is a four to one bet. 5.00 is the same as four to one. Okay. Yep. It's the same as four to one. So if you go with a if a, what is a 1.00? So is a that anything? One point zero zero. Would that be like nothing? It would be nothing. You bet. A okay. Dollar. So so you're gonna have something over one. Yeah, it's got to be something over one. Gotcha. Um. So the number includes the initial investment, which British odds don't. So your shorter odds are gonna be, if we're thinking of that decimal system, less than two point zero zero. Probably yes. Because if you're at a one point seven five, right? Exactly. That exactly. means you're betting one dollar. And potentially winning another seventy-five cents. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So short odds would be anything less than uh, uh, two dollars or less. Right. Um. So then the one that you're probably most familiar with in I America sure is called American odds or money line. Yeah. Um. So these instead of like fractions or decimals are listed as plus or minus. Plus or minus. Yep. Um. So you might see minus one thirty or plus two hundred. I'm very familiar. So the odds for favorites, or the short odds, are accompanied by a minus sign, and they represent the amount you need to stake to bet in order to win $100. So in the above huh. example, if it's negative 130... I didn't know where that came from. If it's negative 130, you need to wager 130 to profit 100 for a total payout of 230. Huh. And it's not the same when you flip it. Uh -huh. So the odds for the underdogs or the long odds are accompanied by a positive sign. So the positive would be if you bet $100, the number is how much you win. Exactly. So they kind of flip it. The With the negative, it tells you what you need to wager in order to win 100 And the positive, it tells you what you would win if you wager 100 So when I am when I am sports gambling on, I use DraftKings. Right. But, uh, We're not, sp not a sponsor. Not a sponsor, but I highly recommend them. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you fucking I do. hope they pay me uh, to say that. <laughs> Just give me the DraftKings bucks, guys. I'll bet it all on the Lions. <laughs> the DKB. Yeah. The DraftKings bucks. Uh, but when I'm, looking, uh, when I'm looking at bets in their app, like the baseline is plus 100. Yep. That is one-to-one -one odds, mm -hmm. basically. So that is like you bet a dollar, you win a dollar, and you get your, your first dollar back. Exactly. So that's the baseline. Anything that is minus is going to be favored or more likely to happen. You're going to win less money. Right. Anything with a plus, and the higher the plus goes, the more money you can win, the longer the yeah. odds. So so it's not – so minus 200 and plus 200 are not – Very like, different. They're very different. Minus 200 means if I bet $2, I'll win $1 back. It tells me the amount I need to wager in order to get $100. So minus 200 means okay. I bet negative 200, I profit 100 if it hits. Right, right. Plus 200 says if I bet 100, 
I'll get 200 back. And you'll end up with a total of 300. Yeah. Yes. So it's it's kind of weird, um, which is why I never fucking understood this. Um, but yeah, yeah it so, is weird. Um, plus 100 and minus 100 are the same payout. Yes, that's and they're always listed as plus 100. If yeah. So just to kind of clarify how the system yes, works. Yes, yes. Um, so they would have a probability that's even. That's you're, 50%. Yeah, you're never going to... It's not possible to have anything under 100. Now, we did just specify the difference between plus and minus 200. Like, I, that was the example right. I used. So I was interested... So this kind of brought me down this big old rabbit hole. I was interested in, like, why are... What do these numbers actually represent? So if I'm looking at a plus 200, uh-huh. what are the odds that that's going to hit? Because the other ones, like... It it wasn't super clear to me what like four to one is not saying that it's a twenty five percent chance of hitting. Correct. That's not how this not. works. But there is an actual system for setting these numbers, uh-huh. and it corresponds to the percentage that it'll hit. Oh, so I went I went through and, and looked up some of these. Plus two hundred, you have a thirty three point three three percent chance of that hitting. Uh huh. So that's why it's not favored. Now it's interesting. Plus two hundred is plus two hundred is one third of a chance. Yeah. Minus two hundred is the other two thirds. Mm-hmm. So that's oh, how. So okay. that's how it's kind of set. So and when you look at a, a certain game, like I have, um, here, <laughs> he's pulling up his yeah. I have a, debaucherous I have activities. <laughs> well, so if you if you look at a game right now, uh, college football is is going on. Um, Illinois and Michigan. <laughs> Oh, Maybe yeah. not that game. TCU and Baylor are tied right now. They're both minus one fifteen to win. So, either way you're betting, you're getting less than uh-huh. uh huh even odds. Even odds. I'm gonna which t- is how I'm going to talk. Which about is how that. sports books and gambling works. Yeah. So I I yeah I get I get into that here in a little bit. Um. So yeah the. The way that they calculate these percents, the w- or rather, they looked at the percents first and then worked backward to find the number. So it's the wager divided by the total payout gives you the percent that it's going to happen. So gotcha. for plus 200, I would wager 100, and I would get a total payout of 300. Uh-huh. So 100 so divided by 300 third. gives me one-third. So gotcha. it's a 33% of that actually happening. And then the same thing with the negative 200. So that means I would wager 200, to win 100 for a total payout of 300. So 200 divided by 300, that's the two-thirds. So that's how these numbers are coming. Uh-huh. Like they, they, They're working backwards from what you would wager versus what you would win, and then setting that number. Um, so plus 300 is 25% chance of that happening. A minus 300, that's a heavy favorite. That's a 75% chance of that happening. Right. We already talked about this. So minus 300 would be equivalent to a 3-to-1, mm-hmm. or, um, or rather... No. Plus three hundred would be equivalent yeah. to three to one or four point zero zero, where you are wagering um, one dollar, one dollar to win three hundred, right? Or one dollar to win three dollars, or wagering one hundred dollars to win three hundred dollars. Correct. And then four plus four hundred, you have a twenty percent chance of that hitting, and minus four hundred, you have an eighty percent chance. Pretty good deal. Um, I'll take those odds. <laughs> so the way that these percentages are set up. It's all based on expected value. Are you familiar with the concept of expected yes, value? Yes, yes, I am. Do you, do you, do you care to explain, or would you like me to? Uh, can you give me like a context which I can explain it in? So uh, rolling a die, uh, rolling a die. Okay, so rolling. So expected value is on average, what are you gonna come up with any time that you roll? Mm-hmm. So it takes it takes all the probabilities of getting a one, combined with the probabilities of getting a two, of getting a yep three etc etc and averages those so that your expected value of rolling a die is like three so it would it would be three if there were a zero on the die but Ah. it's not so you're always expect the expected value of rolling a die is three and a half gotcha so there's there's a one-sixth chance of one there's a one-sixth chance of two there's one-sixth chance of three so the average number that you would roll if you add one two three four five and six and then divide by six the average number you roll is a three and a half the the no zeros was fucking with me a little bit yeah so that's that's why so the expected value tells you what on average you would expect to get across all rolls yeah which so they so they run their they do their they have their analytics of whatever sports game is happening well actually no no, i'm saying just like the betting system is based on expected value so all of these plus 200 or or whatever 
every single bet has an expected value of zero. So a plus 200 bet, if you make that several times... Oh, so over, over yes. time, based on the probabilities. Yes. Based gotcha. on the way they set it, if a plus 200 bet actually has a 33% chance of happening, if you bet it three times, you're expected to make zero dollars. Right. So I want to explain this a little bit further. So let's say you have a plus 200 bet. There are three different games mm-hmm. that you want to bet on the underdog, and They're each underdog plus is plus 200. 200. Right. So you put $100 on each game. Uh-huh. If I win that first bet, if the if the team the I'm first feeling underdog, great, I'm on top of the world. So I, I've got the I've got everything behind me. My first bet of the day is is amazing. done, is settled, is set, and I'm feeling great heading into the next two. So the fr- thanks Nathan for your color commentary. <laughs> I I bet a hundred dollars on that first game. It hits then because get, it's plus two hundred. Uh-huh. I get two hundred back. That's a total payout have, of three hundred. I've already made my money back. I've made my money from back all three of my bets. Okay. Then we get to the Lions game. <laughs> <laughs> and I have so, $100 on the Lions to win, and they're plus 200, and you know what happens, Andy. They lose. They, they always lose. lose in the fourth. They're a first-half team. They're definitely a first-half team. So, good third-quarter team. Not a great fourth-quarter team. Yeah, brings down the average. So, the way this would work is, because you're making three bets, each of them has a 33% chance of hitting... So, on average, only one of them will hit. Right. I've bet $300 across three games. One of them, because it's plus 200, I bet $100, I get a total payout of 300 but the other, other two, two, I lose, lose my yeah. money. So, every single bet works like this. If you did a plus 300 across four games... You would come, you would theoretically go com- even, unless you're like me and you know what you're doing and you're just a, a baller. Okay, except you bet on the lines every fucking week. I hit an insane parlay last week, Andy. Oh, you did hit it. I, I hit a crazy part. I remember this. Um, so yeah, so this is it's it's supposed to be kind of expected value. So you might be wondering, well, if all the bets are even odds like this, how does anybody make money? Well, the the house makes money. The house that's, makes money whether you make money or not. Right. So here's how sports books actually work. Let's say you only bet on plus two hundreds. Uh huh. The sports books are genuinely trying to hit the correct percentages yeah. because they want it to be as accurate as possible so they have enough people betting for the underdog and for the right. winner to make it even. So no exactly. matter what the outcome... That's why lines... If, if you look throughout the week at... If I look at NFL games mm. or football games throughout the week, the lines will change and fluctuate. So the numbers oh. change throughout the week based on where people are betting more. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So like if, so I, if, I, if I bet on a game on Monday, I might get a different... Line. line or a different number payout than if I were to bet on it Sunday. So they're changing it to make sure they make their money. Oh yeah, that's interesting. I didn't the, actually these know constantly that. change. So um, they're trying to make it so that there's equal action on both sides of the line. Right. So that they get their they, money and don't lose huge either. Way. That's the big thing. They make their money because of something called the vig. Yeah, they move the, They move those odds a little bit. So the way uh, I'm going to take the most recent NFL game as an example. Sure. So the most recent NFL game was Bills Vikings, right? Oh, insane game of the year. They game say. of the year. Justin Jefferson with that catch, man. That's insane. Wild stuff. Incredible. Wild stuff. So the Bills were favorites to win, plus two fifty. Uh huh. And the Vikings were underdogs at negative three twenty. Right. Minus Those don't match. They don't match. The two fifty and the three twenty don't match. But they never will. And that's okay. Well, rarely they do. They. But that's not the point. Uh huh. The fact that th- actually no, it is the point. Yeah. The fact that they don't match, because um, that's where the sports book is making their money. So the odds, so it should be plus two fifty minus two fifty if it right. were dead even. So the odds that the Bills were gonna win, if it were plus two fifty, and percentages, the likelihood, the probability, uh, of a plus two fifty coming in is seventy six point one nine percent. Uh huh. The probability that a uh, minus three twenty hits. Wait, is wait, 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 hold on. Oh no! The I'm Bills sorry. I've got it backwards. The Bills were minus. The Bills were minus three twenty. The Vikings were there plus two fifty. Um, yeah. Sorry about that. I had that backwards. You're so good. the probability that the Bills were going to win at minus three twenty was was seventy six percent. Right. They were heavily favored. It was. Yeah. The yeah. The probability that a plus two fifty comes in. So the Vikings. That's only that's only twenty eight point five percent. Right. Which is a problem. Because, like Nathan said, if you add up those percentages, you it's don't not 100%. 100%. It's 104.76. Uh-huh. So the reason it's over 100 is because 
that's how they that's make how their they, money. Exactly. Um, and here's how. So that extra stuff is called the over round. Um, they are accepting bets on more outcomes than are actually possible. So mm-hmm. if you think about what's happening, they're taking bets on 104.76% of the outcomes. Right. There's only 100% of the outcomes. There sure are. So the larger the over round, the higher their cut is. So they call so they they take that four point whatever. No, it's not it's not the exact percentage. They use that to calculate what the percentage is. Okay. So uh, that percentage, the what their actual cut, the bookies take. It's called the juice, the vig, which is short for vigorous, vigorous. Uh huh. The vigorous. The is juice. Cal- I love the juice. Uh, yeah. So that is calculated like. And this. he didn't do it, by the way. The- <laughs> He was acquitted, Andy. Yeah. yeah acquit the ju- hashtag acquit the Jews. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> um, so the the juice or the vig is calculated like this. Uh, you take one, uh, one minus uh-huh. 100 divided by the over round. So in this game, um, the you would take 100 divided by the over round. So 100 divided by 104.76. Okay. Um. Hundred divided by uh, what's that? What's that? It's going to be near ninety ninety nine percent or ninety five percent. It was about ninety five percent, and then you take the the um, difference, the inverse that of that and one. one minus that percent. So point oh five. So it ended up for this game, the vig was point zero four five four or mm. five four point five four percent. So what does that mean? That the means sports point book four five percent of of all wagers. Of that's all what they bets. Took. That's what they get. Yep. So and then the rest of them. The rest of that money that comes in from the wagers will be paid out yep. to whichever side wins. So they use the over round to cover the cost. To cover their butt. Uh, yeah, to cover their cost of running the operation. Right. So it's built in, and then they still have the actual money left over from the wagers to pay out the winners. Right. So that's why they want to make it as accurate as possible. The, these these lines because, because if everybody is betting on one side then they're not one side wins yeah not only will they not make their money but they if will lose other money they'll lose a lot of they may not even be able to pay out based on that bet each bet that they set they want to make sure they can pay out based on that bet you want to make sure you have enough action on both sides exactly of whatever it is so some people will say like like that they are intentionally setting lines a certain way that's actually probably not yeah. happening because they would get screwed over hard if they did yeah. Um so yeah, that's how kind of that's how the odds work. Um and then just while we're on this, um I want to talk about what over under means. Oh, I love Andy and you know I I I will never bet an under. I know. Um <laughs> I know you'll never bet the under. So, what um what is over under? Cuz this is a very common thing in sports betting in America. What is an oh, over under? Oh, absolutely. Um the over and under for any sports game given um, they set a point total, um, and the, if you're with both they, teams, right? The total combined amount of points scored in a game, um, and there is a number set. Say it's forty-two. So if I bet the over, I am betting that there will be more than forty-two points total scored in this game. If I bet the under, I'm betting that there will be less than forty-two total points scored um, in that game. So it is, yeah. So the Bills Vikings, um, what, what was it? Forty. It was set at forty six and a half, and the that Vikings, that one changed a lot throughout the week because people weren't sure if Josh Allen was going to play. Right. So if Josh Allen doesn't play, then the Bills score fewer points probably. Likely. So uh, the the over under was set at forty six and a half. Right. And the so f- what the bookies mean by that is. We expect that game to have about 46 or 47 points scored between the two teams. Right. If it if it ends up being the number dead on, like if say if you set say if they set the the over under at 45. Uh-huh. If there are 45 total points scored, nobody wins. Right. But they set it at 46 and a half, so you have to go above or below. Right. But they're trying to pick the most likely, like what they expect the exactly. score to be, so they have equal about action. About 50% in the middle. Mm-hmm. So some people would be like, I don't know. It's you know, if, if Josh Allen hasn't been looking good, he's come back from injury, it's probably going to be a low-scoring game. Some people might think that. Or some people are like, these are two of the most dynamic offenses in the league. There's going to be a huge... It's going to be the over. And the over hit hard, 33 to 30, so the... so. There were 63 total points scored. Not even close. Yeah, it wasn't even close. Part of that was, well, I was going to say part of that was the fact that it went to overtime, but only three points were scored in overtime. Right. So, so yeah, um, over-unders kind of work like that. 
Um, you either bet the over or you bet the under. Nathan o- and never they bets have, the And they under. have overs and unders in pretty much every sport. Yeah. You can you could bet over. Most in NBA games, it's like 240 points. Yeah. Sometimes the over and under. And you can bet. So I, I've seen this in soccer a lot. You can bet over-unders on like individual stats. So yeah. the number of yellow cards in a match. Or mm-hmm. the number of fouls, or the number of you know anything like that. Oh, you can bet over unders on rebounds in yeah. basketball. Really? You can, yeah. You can bet over unders on corner kicks in soccer. Yeah, I've done that too. Uh, I, there's not a lot that I haven't done. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he gets around. Folks. I, I get around. I don't bet a lot on baseball. I do on the World Series, but not on like other baseball. Yeah, fuck the Astros. Um, yeah, you're telling me. I am telling you. Jeez, Louise. I know it, it. It pains me to root against Verlander, but what a schmuck. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, so that's kind of how betting works. And one more thing about sports betting. The more popular the game, the more the overround will be. Yeah, the more cut they're going to take. And the more cut they're going to take. Because, I mean, they're capitalizing the fact that that game is going to see more people action. are going to bet on that game, right. regardless of what the the lines exactly. are. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, uh, that is a uh, sports betting for dummies, I guess. Um, I, lo- I love it. So I want to take a step away from... Sports betting. Sports betting odds. And I want to I want to get to the cards. Oh, baby. we going to the table? You taking me to Vegas, baby? I'm taking you to Vegas, baby. All right, let's go. Give me that roulette. <laughs> Give me the roulette. 22. All right, that's what 22. I had. 22. Yeah, I had that one. All right. Um, So I want to start with blackjack. I 21, love, baby. I love blackjack. So blackjack it's is- so, It's so subtle. It's so simple, you know? It's one of the most popular games because it's it is so, so easy simple. to play. Uh-huh. Um, Hit me! <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Stevie. Hit him again. <laughs> oh God, you're kind of hitting yourself. I mean, Stevie's hitting Stevie's you hard. hitting me really hard. Um, okay, so here's how blackjack works for everyone um, unacquainted with it. So the you, game of twenty-one. Yeah, game. you're trying to get cards that add to twenty-one or close to twenty-one. Um, but to you try can't go over. Yeah, but you can't go over. If you go over twenty-one, you bust, and you're trying to beat the dealer. So the cards have value equal to their face value, except for like tens, jacks, queens, and kings are all ten, and aces are either one or eleven. Love an ace. So here's how a typical round would go: the dealer gives himself uh, two cards. One mm-hmm. is open, so everyone can see it, and the other one is covered, so you don't know face what it up, is. Face down, baby. Then everybody else just gets dealt two cards open, like face up, and so based on what you get, you have four, technically five, options. You can either say hit, you can either hit, hit me. That Mm -hmm. means you take another card to try and get closer to 21. Mm -hmm. You can stand and just stay Mm -hmm. where you're at. You can split, which means if you have two of the same card, you can take those sevens, baby. Yeah, you can split them into two different decks and play with two hands. Typically, you add a bet in this Mm -hmm. scenario. You can double down. Um, So you can only do this if it's like the first thing you do. So you've just been dealt two cards. If you really like them, you can say double down. And then hit. So you only get one more hit if you say double down. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can only double down if the first two of your cards add to 9, 10, or 11. Mm-hmm. Uh, in American Blackjack, you can take a fifth option, which is to leave. <laughs> <laughs> which means you only lose half of your initial bet, you, your buying or your ante. I did not know that mm-hmm. one. You there can. You if, if you're looking, if you get dealt like a like a... A two, two and, and a three. three. You're like, okay, fuck I, this. I'm not doing this. And you just dip. Well, um, you lose your bet. Which you lose you might, half you, of your bet. Ha- so, y- so, so you get to take some back, not lose as much, but right. you're still, yeah. So the way that winning, like, so you would you would say hit, hit, stand, and then you're done. And then it goes to the next person, and they do all this. And then it goes back to the dealer. If your hand is higher than the dealer's, you mm-hmm. win. Um, that's pretty much it. Uh, the dealer has to hit... Until they Until get they to 17. 17. And then once they get to 17, they just stand. They just stay. Automatic. The, yeah. So the, the dealer is de- a robot. Do- the dealer doesn't get to choose anything. No. It is it is set and determined um, the numbers at which the dealer hits exactly. and stands. So, so, so if you get to, you know, 18 or 19, yeah. you're usually not going to... Pull, try and get yeah. another card. If you're at 19 and you say hit, the only two cards that, that don't help bust you. you are a two and an ace. Yeah. Or a three. 18. Oh, you said 19. If, if you're at 19. Yeah. So if you bust, then you lose the round. So you don't want to do that. Right. Um, the term blackjack refers to hitting 21 with just two cards. Well, it's a true jack black. A true a jack true black. A true a black blackjack. Jack. <laughs> a true jack black. Kung Fu Panda. Uh, School of Rock. 
Um, yeah, a, a, a true blackjack is, well, an ace and a jack. And a, preferably a blackjack. Right. But um, technically, hitting a blackjack is just 21 with yes. two cards. Yes. You can, you'll can. you still win if you, if you hit 21 with three cards, if you get seven, But seven, if you hit seven. a blackjack, you're, you automatically get paid out. You get paid out higher. Yeah, two to one, right? Uh, three to two. Three to and two. And in American okay. Blackjack, it's actually six to five. Oh, okay. So if you've bet five hundred dollars, then you get six hundred in profit for a total payout of eleven hundred. Yeah. Um, any other win is just you get your money just back straight up. Yeah, one straight one. up. Um, so there are all kinds of different strategies uh, with blackjack. Um. And al- because blackjack, like most of the cards in play, you can see, mm-hmm. like, you can start to kind of reason through. A blackjack can be played with one deck. Uh, but if you're at a casino, if you're at a casino they've got several decks mixed in. Yeah, up to six. Yeah. Um, so some basic strategies of blackjack. So just to kind of break this down. Give it to me. Um, so oh, we got the cards out here. Yeah. Uh, so the probability of you actually hitting a blackjack. So in a deck, there's going to be four aces. Uh, classically. And there are 16 cards that are worth the value of 10. Mm-hmm. So ten, four tens, four jacks, four queens, and four kings. Um, so Is that a fourth of the cards? Uh, well, there are 52 cards in a deck. I can't do math right now. So 16 <laughs> so no. of the 52. That's actually more than a quarter of the cards. Okay. Um, so to get a blackjack, you need one of each. You need one of those four aces, and you need uh, a, one of the tens. A 10 value card, yeah. Um, so the probability that you hit a blackjack and just a deck of 52. Oh, okay. Um, is four times 16. So that's all the different combinations of blackjack hands. Uh huh. Which is 64. And then you divide that by all the other combinations of cards that are there. Right. So or actually, I'm sorry, by all combinations of cards, which is you're taking 52 de- cards and you're choosing two of those two cards. Two of them, yeah. And order doesn't matter, so this is a combination as opposed to a permutation. Sure, absolutely. 52 choose two comes out to 1326. So your probability of hitting a blackjack is 64 out of a possible 1326 And hands. what is that percentage-wise? 4.8%. Which okay, is actually, that's not actually not, not bad. Now, this, this does not account for um, non-replacement. Uh-huh. What I mean is... Let's say I'm the only one at the table, that probability holds. But th- right. automatically that's not true because there's a dealer. Because other people are already getting right. And But other we're also just cards. going out of one deck here, right? And this is only one deck. Now, But, this th- I mean, the same percentage holds true no exactly. matter how many decks you have. Because the, the, because the breakdown is the same but in each deck. It, 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 the, the other people don't matter as much the more decks you have. Does that make sense? Uh, correct. Because if, if, if you're one, passing out cards and there's only one deck, that's going to have much more of an impact on the cards left. Because, right, so if you, if, if you are playing with one deck and you see that an ace is already in play, let's say the dealer just dealt himself an ace and you haven't gotten your cards yet. Or maybe you have a... But, like, it's if an ace is in play, your odds are way lower. Right. Actually, no, that doesn't matter because you, we're talking about a blackjack. So you automatically get two cards. You wouldn't even be hitting. So just the probability that you win outright in blackjack is four point eight percent. Period. Right. Yes. Um, that probability might change if you're like later on in the table. Sure. Yeah. But in a given hand, let's say you're the first person getting dealt, it's four point eight percent. Um. So yeah, that's that's blackjack. Um, the probability of a blackjack. I mean. Yeah. Some here are two general rules of blackjack. Of course. Always hit if you're below 14. Absolutely. Because, mathematically speaking, if you have 13, let's say 13. Right. There's only 9s and 10s that can bust you in the deck. So, all of we we just said that over a quarter of the deck is... Well, that's not kind of aces. I'm sorry. No, you're okay. So I I have it broken down for you. Okay, cool, so, terrific. Um, yeah, <laughs> lovely, lovely, it, lovely. It, let's say I'm I'm sitting at thirteen. So I got dealt my two cards. I have a five and an eight. I have thirteen sitting in front of me. Unlucky. The only unlucky. Unlucky. Yeah, don't stay on thirteen. Gotta take a hit. The only cards that will push me above twenty-one are nines and tens. Right. And assuming that none of those are already in play, there are four nines and there are sixteen cards worth 10 so that's uh-huh. 20 out of the 52 r- the cards re- left in the deck oh, so right, that's right so it's pro- it's not 
Right. So here's the thing. At that point. So oh, you want to be careful about how you run this probability because it's not 20 out of 52. I already have two cards in front of right. me. And if I'm the only person at the table, the dealer has another two has cards. Also, yeah. So let's say I'm the only person at the table. There's four cards already dealt. Mm -hmm. So the remaining cards, there are 48 of them. And so the probability that um, I get a 9 or a 10, if I start with 13, and there's not already a 9 or a 10, right. is 20 out of 48, which is less than 50%. Mm -hmm. That is good. Um, at 14, that probability jumps to about 50-50. Yeah. Because we're talking about 20 out of... Or, well, I'm sorry. It would be another set of four cards. Uh -huh. So it would be 24 out 24 of 48. 24 out of... Which is half. Which is half. But it, that's given only that it's you and the dealer it's playing. Right. And that's not very true. probable. It's not very true. So <laughs> most of the time, 14... It's going to be worse than that. It's going to be worse than that. Your odds. So at 14 is where... More you're than getting half the into territory that yeah, um, but I'm gonna hit on 14. I'm gonna hit on 14 every time. It's yeah. boring if you don't. Exactly. So it basically, if if you stay on, if you're if you're there and you're staying on a 13 or a 14, just because there's that chance that you can bust, pretty much your only hope is that, is the, that dealer the dealer busts. busts. But the dealer's gonna stop at 17, 18, 19, 20, or 21. True. And that's not. I mean, they have a lot of leeway. Exactly. So you want to try and get a little higher than that. Yes. Even if it's not good for you, um, which is usually how the house makes their money. Yeah. Um, so another rule, you should always stand at 17 oh, or yeah. higher. If you hit 17, you stop. Yeah. And here's why. The house does it for a reason. Mm -hmm. Most of the cards bust you at this point. Um, anywhere from 14 to 16... Kind of depends on your comfortability with risk, but like I'm comfortable with risk. I'm right, I'm, I'm taking a hit. I'm sometimes I'm uh, most of the time I'm actually probably going to stand on sixteen. I probably there are instances where I'll hit, but yeah. If I'm looking around and I see a lot of high cards out on the yeah. table, I'm hitting at sixteen. Yeah. Um. And then you know there's counting cards and all that stuff. Right. I'm not going to get into counting cards. You seen the movie Twenty One? No, I actually haven't. Yeah. Uh, I mean, disavow Kevin Spacey, but. Ooh. It was a good movie, I'm just <laughs> saying. Um, I might get into counting cards at a later time. There's a system for it, a very basic system for uh -huh. it called uh, high-low. It's about uh, the, the movies about them counting cards and going to Vegas. Oh, really? Like, he's a, he's a, like a uh, Ivy League professor, and he takes like a group of kids and teaches them to count cards and then takes them to Vegas it's, to like, win all the money. I know the general rules is like baseline is zero. You see low cards played, you drop. It's one. it's adding ones and and, and negative all, ones, yeah. and then the lower the number is, the more like high cards there are left in the it's deck, a, and a, the higher it, the number is, the more low cards right. there are. It's not hard it's to understand. It's a little much at explain. the moment for sure. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I might do a, another episode on it. Nice. Now nice. there is an optimal way to play blackjack. I just like to say Kevin Spacey is not allowed on the podcast. No, he's not. No, keep your keep keep your distance, Spacey. Um, there is an optimal way to play blackjack, mathematically speaking. And what do you mean optimal? Um, what I mean optimal is that there is a way to play blackjack so that mathematically you win most of the time. Oh. So, so there are um, set rules. So if you follow this, okay. over time you should win. This is the most optimal strategy given any situation, dealer or player hand. Uh. Okay. Are you going to deal me a hand? I'm going to deal you a couple hands. I want to see if you know if you what can figure out what the optimal thing is. I've got oh, the I've okay. got the guide in front of me. All so right. I'm going to deal Nathan. I'm going to deal me in as the dealer. I'm going to deal Nathan in. So I'm going to deal myself are one you like, card. Are you like dealing these randomly, or do you have situations that you no want random to completely oh, random? Okay, okay. So I'm going to deal myself one card face down, one card face up, and then Nathan gets two cards I face get up. Two face up cards. Let me okay. Uh, this is the shuffling song. Cry to river and drown the whole world. <laughs> She looks so sad in photographs. I absolutely love her when she shuffles. <laughs> All right, all right. Here are my cards. My cards up on the table. I have okay. a two and a six. So Nathan has a two and a six. I, Andy the dealer, a, a two. I just see a two, and the I have other a two one is face down. up and one face down, which I get to look at. Right. right. So then I see that card. I know what I have. Um, but these so I'm showing eight. These optimal strategies are based only on what Nathan can see from me. So Nathan is showing eight. I have two up and a face card and a card face down. Uh huh. So, what do you think you would do? I got a hit here. Okay, I'm at eight. I need a hit. So just to 
just to refer back to your options, you can hit, stand, split, or double down. Right. I'm so going to I'm going to hit. The here. correct answer here, hit. Uh yeah, I think so, given I have 8 and nothing can bust me. Um so that's your new card. All right, I pulled a queen. So he I'm has at 18. I am standing. Um that would be the correct thing to do. Thank you. So <laughs> at this point because he is standing and since, he's the since only person. I am done. My I'm, turn is over. Andy can now the dealer flips his card and I, I had can a see 7. So I hand. had a 9. So I have to hit as the dealer as until the I get to 17. Rules. And I just got to 17 because I pulled a king. Right. So Nathan wins. I win. Give me my money. Nice job. All right. You want to do this again? Bitch better have my money. Yes, I'd love to do this again. Okay. Are you doing those that same batch of cards reshuffling? I'm just going to reshuffle. Okay. Uh, just to Yeah, just to I keep replaced the, the card. Right. Gotcha. This is the shuffling song. Carter River and drown the whole world. Yes, she looks so sad in photographs. I absolutely love her when she shuffles. Okay, so there's two cards to Nate. All right. Uh, ooh, I love this. I got a jack and a 10. I'm good. Okay. I'm chilling. So with a jack and a 10, just to clarify, you can't split here. Correct, because they are not the same card. Exactly. They're the same value, but they're not the same card. Right. If these were two 10s, I'd split those bitches. Okay. Um, I'm going to stand on jack 10. Interestingly enough... You shouldn't split on two tens. I, I didn't say split. Wait, you shouldn't split you shouldn't on two tens? You shouldn't split on two tens. Is there, is there a reason? I don't know. Okay. It just says you're not supposed to. It says stand. But I don't I, really know why. Because I, I, I would assume because if you have 20, your likelihood of winning against the dealer is oh, already just high. like really great. Yeah. So um, if you split your tens, you might end up where you, you get like a 13. Yeah. Like a 15. That's true. Um, I am going to... Hit. Oh, uh, the dealer has a six. Right oh, now. I have a six, but you're standing, right? I'm standing. So I'm going to flip this up. I have a six and a four. So you have 10. So I have to hit, and I'm at 18, and I lose and again. I win again. Nice. I'm cleaning up over here. All right. Um, we want to do one more of these? I, would lo I, I, loved it. I love it. I love it. This is the shuffling song. Cry the river and drown the whole world. Why she looks so sad in photographs. I absolutely love her when she shuffles. Ba -ba -ba. <laughs> All right, You're I've got king eight. I'm hot. I'm hot. Okay, I'm gonna just. We should we should here. go to the casino after I'm this. Flipping you. <laughs> give me your give me your king. Uh, give me your king back. Thanks, dealer. I'm giving you a different card. Right, this I bullshit. got I got I got eight seven. So I am at fifteen. Okay, I he is at fifteen. I am showing four. You're showing four. And I've got one down. So um, what do you do at fifteen? If I I'm think showing I four? think the correct th I think the best thing to do at fifteen is to stand. Okay. So this is what we were talking about before, folks, where sometimes... Mathematically, I think the best thing is to stand. And that is true. Uh, if the dealer is showing two, three, four, five, or six, um, you should stand as, at um, 13, 14, 15, 16, um, okay. or, or so, 17 or above. So if, if the dealer has a low card showing, mm -hmm. you, should, you should sit in those, those middle teens... Yep. Because if if he were if you had a high card showing, you get a ten and you're good. Yeah, basically. Right? And, and there's a lot of tens. And in there's the a deck. lot of tens. I have a four. Showing. If you're low, you hit it. You get a ten. You have to hit again. Right. Exactly. I have. I literally have to because I'm the dealer. Right. So. Um, so I'm at fifteen. Yeah. Actually, if you get a ten with me showing a four, mm -hmm. it's mathematically pro it's best for you to stand even if you've got twelve. Really? Yeah. So if because you would have to keep four, hitting because I have to. Hmm. So, um, for me, I so you're done. Uh, I, I'm you're standing stand on 15. fifteen because okay. of math. I had a, I had a two down, so I have six. So, so I that's have to hit. not good for me. I flipped a six. You're at twelve. I'm at twelve. I have to hit again, and I bust because I flipped a ten. So Nathan won. And and this is why. Because I had low cards. I had to keep hitting because right. I'm a dealer. And you're and gonna I hit a ten. a ten. I had I hit a ten inevitably because they're most of the, I mean that's the they're most common over thing. Over a quarter of the cards. So there you go, Nathan. Looks like you're pretty good at blackjack. I know. We should go to the tables after this. Um you should split anytime you've got two of the same card, pretty what, what, much. Sevens, eights. Even sixes. If the dealer's card is showing seven or lower, you should split on sixes. Um you just so would you split nines? Does it say that? You split nines unless the dealer is showing seven, ten, or ace. And then unless you they're showing those cards that if they yeah. get a ten. But if the dealer is showing eight or nine, you still split nines. I don't know why. Um, 
but yeah, it's it's kind of weird. Yeah. Um. Okay. So. <laughs> okay. I I'm running long on time. No. I'm not gonna not talk about Please. this. Please, I I need to know. Is this craps? It's craps. Okay. So, I am not very familiar I with know. craps. I only know that sevens are good, baby. Okay. So craps is a dice game, and right. there are like statistical probabilities that go with craps. Fuck that. Craps is hype for no reason. Craps is the <laughs> Wait, hypest game of all time. What do you mean? What? What do you mean it's hype for no reason? It's hype as fuck, bro. Oh, I gotta just, tell you. Just like the just energy the of the table? Yes. I have heard this okay, before. Okay, so I don't care what the probabilities are in craps. I'm just going to play because I think it's going to be amazing. The next time I go to a casino, I'll Yo, play craps. We should, go to, we should go play craps. That's what we're... Okay, we're, uh, right now, <laughs> it is 2 p.m. on a, on a, on a Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, we're going to play craps. Okay, so here's how craps works. Craps is a is a dice it's game. It's a dice game. Um, the and dealer. Let's say it's my turn to roll. Right, because because people standing you around stand around a, around a table. Around a table. Okay, hold on. Yeah, let me break this. Different people roll. Yeah, just going in order. Craps uh, is a very common street gambling game, or it was in the early twenties. People century. crowded around the street. Yeah, you can. All you need is to throw dice. dice. Yeah, you just need to be able to throw dice. So craps is in guys and dolls. Shoot dice, as shoot we say. Shoot dice, yeah, or shoot craps, or shoot crap. Let's shoot crap. Crap shoot. That's yeah, where, that's where that term shoot. comes from. Yep. So um, here's how it works. The dealer, if it's my turn to roll, the dealer uh-huh. will, will offer me five dice. And you choose two? And I pick two. This is so dumb. Because, because. Because <laughs> there's bad juju in some of those dice. Well, there's bad juju, but also. There's that, good juju. That ensures that I'm not using loaded dice. Uh. And that the dealer isn't giving me loaded dice. Do they do they mix up the dice every time? I don't know that. But the offers so me five, sh- and I so pick you're not two. choosing the same two every time. I guess. So then I pick two, and then I have to one. Oh, so this is like Panera. You get to choose two. It's a choose two. <laughs> yeah. And then I one handed, and it can't. Right. It has you're not. To be a, you're not allowed to like like close your fist and shuffle. Like you have to open yep, open, hand, open open hand, hand shuffle, and then you one handed yoss those motherfuckers across <laughs> the table. <laughs> It has to hit the back wall yeah. of the table. If both dice don't hit the back wall, then um, it's it's not a legitimate roll, and oh. you will get warned. Do for you it. have to redo? Uh, I do don't know if they let you turn. redo. I don't know, but it, it they don't like they will warn you if you're not hitting the back wall. You uh-huh. have to hit the back wall so that it's a full random. Yeah, like, it, a lot of these rules exist because people would cheat and craps on the street. Right, like that's amazing. That that's a thing. So there are two ways to bet. Well, there's several ways to bet. There are two main ways to bet in general. Uh-huh. There's a pass line and there's a don't pass line. The pass line's like Fuck. the pass line is like you're betting that something will happen. Okay. The don't pass line is betting that something won't happen. So here's how this works. Um, if I'm the roller, mm-hmm. I start with my first roll. That's called the come out roll. If the first roll taking is the a high road, um. <laughs> that's another point, Stevie. No, that's no, that's a high road point, Stevie. Yeah. Um, the the first roll, if it's a two, a three, or a twelve, it's an automatic loss. Oh, so the damn. pass line loses, and the don't pass you line said wins. Two, three, and twelve. Mm-hmm. Those are statistically the less very exactly less likely. Right. So the pass line automatically loses, and the don't pass line automatically wins. If those hit. So yes. That's so, gonna be good odds. So right. So you want to be in the pass line for that one. Uh huh. But so that's the thing. The pass line and the don't pass line. Somebody will earn money every time. So right. either the pass line wins or the don't pass line wins. Somebody m- wins money every time. Mm-hmm. Hype as fuck. Um, actually, the don't pass line only ties on a 12. So they win nothing for a 12. A 12 makes the pass line lose and the don't pass line just ties. That's dumb. If this happens, it's called crapping out. Uh, you crap out. out. If the first roll is a 7 or an 11. Woo! We autom- love those. I know that we love those. Automatic dub for the pass line. The don't pass loses. Love it. And so if any of that happens, the round is over. If the roll is a 4, 5, 6, 8, 9, 10, or 11. What, didn't you just say 11s were good? No. You said 7 and 11. Oh, I'm not? sorry. Yeah, 7 and 11. Sorry, my bad, my bad, my bad. 4, 5, 6, 8, 9, and 10. Uh-huh. This establishes what's known as point. And then we go on to the next round. Oh. So sometimes, Playoff sometimes it's just the come out roll. But if if two, three, seven, eleven, or twelve aren't rolled, then you move on to the, the to, next the, to the point round. This establishes points. So let's say I roll a five. Okay. That's no nothing special. That establishes the point. I keep rolling, and I just roll until one of two things happens. 
you get a five. If I hit a five again, then point gets hit, then the pass line wins. Woo, that's good. If I roll a seven before I hit point, before I hit five again, uh-huh. then I seven out. That's a bad thing. Okay. So so that would be the don't pass line winning. Then the don't pass wins. So the whole the the whole betting basis is you're betting for the the victory of the person exactly. rolling the dice or their failure. Exactly. Okay. But but there's like kind of you can bet on the don't pass, but it's kind of under it's kind of like betting the under that's lame right, as fuck. That's lame. Um, you want to bet on people to win. There's actually a, a a name for that. So um, well, I'll I'll get into that. Okay, later. okay. Um, so you can place a second bet during the point phase. This okay. is called the come bet. Um, nice high road. You can also <laughs> place a don't come bet. So if points road. established. I can say I can bet that point's gonna hit, and that's a that's an extra bet on top of my pass. So bet. so point hitting is getting the f- if I roll a five, getting the five again. Getting the five again before you hit the seven. Okay. If you if I bet pass and then the guy rolls a four, well four is not a very likely roll. So I might go back on that original bet and say mm, I don't think he's gonna hit the four. I bet he's gonna the hit a seven because seven. seven statistically is it, the most right. com- m- most likely because it has the most combinations yes. one and six two and five three and four mm-hmm. four and three five and two six and one yeah uh, so yeah um, so there are two betting phases as well so there's the pass don't pass and then there's the come don't come <laughs> high road high road uh, also, there are a bunch of other kinds of bets that you can... This is, it's this so is, fucking this chaotic. This is insane. It's amazing. You can split bets on different numbers, so I can bet that like these specific numbers are the ones that might be hit, so it's kind of like roulette in that way where oh you might put chips God. on different numbers. That's called a horn bet. You can add your winnings automatically to your next pet, oh. which is called a parlay. I love me a parlay. You can bet on a horn, which is putting money down on different rolls, and also include a seven in that. So that's called a whirl. <laughs> Or you can do bets on specific rolls. So you can bet the high-low, which means you bet that either a 12 or a 2 is going to get oh, hit. Oh, that's fun. Um, so that's kind of all. This is all happening within a, a, the, a single turn, right? So if I bet the high-low... Oh, yeah. So if I bet a 12 or a 2 is rolled, it can get to like the point, and I'm still waiting for a 2 or a 12, right? Uh. Yeah. Well, yes. So, so it's on that roll. So, if if at any point that hits, then you're good, I think. Okay. But uh, you can bet on just a single roll. So I can bet that the next roll is going to be a specific thing. Oh. That's called a hop. Um. That's so fun. I, can, I would do that. I can say I'm gonna hop the two four. Feeling an eleven. <laughs> no, you have to specify the dice. So I'm oh. gonna say I'm gonna hop the two four, and if a two and a four get rolled to make six, then I win that bet. You can bet on basically anything. Give me dub threes. Uh, Give there, me three threes. There's a name for that. Give me three three. Uh, two threes is called a hard six. Give me the hard six. Um, okay, so, so I can bet a hard four. Yeah, hard is four it two, is two twos. Yeah, so it's two twos. So um, if you make too many weird bets, then you'll be called a stroker for making the dealer work too hard. <laughs> so then I, we were just talking about hard versus easy. So hard means you're getting a number with two of the same numbers. Uh-huh. So a hard ten would be two fives. Two fives. An easy ten would be a six and a four. Or a three and a seven. Sure. Uh, well, no, three and seven can't happen because it's dice. Yeah. <laughs> so a hard six would be th- three and three. A hard eight would be four and four. We call that going the hard way. <laughs> High road. Man, Here's craps a, is... <laughs> a lot of terms and a lot of craps. I'm going to give you some examples of some more weird terms. Okay, yeah, love so it. So ten the hard way has several different names. We can call that a that, hard ten. That's two fives, right? Yep, two fives. We can call it dos equis. Oh, which yes. Which means two X's. Cause, yes, cause because the fives on a dice are in the shape yep. of an X. Uh, some people would say, hard 10, woman's best friend, in reference to a penis. <laughs> and <laughs> and also rhymes. Um, 10 as a pair of fives may also be known as puppy paws or a oh. pair of sunflowers. I or like dosa keys. Or a big dick. <laughs> just straight up big dick Just or a, a big john <laughs> again in reference to a hard 10 inch hard 10 um High another road. slang for a hard 10 is a moose head because it resembles moose antlers oh okay these yeah. are things that people will just say just say yeah and it somebody will roll it the and be, ah there's another moose antler or moose head or something like that um <laughs> dosekis yeah so eight rolled the hard way um is sometimes called an eighter from decatur that's incredible or a square pair 
Uh-huh. Also called the okay. mom and dad because that's a square pair. Uh-huh. Also known as an Ozzy and Harriet. And do we know? So <laughs> Ozzy and Harriet. Um, Ozzy Osbourne? Surely not. Is a reference to an American television sitcom that aired from 1952 to 1966. Um, I mean, Ozzy and Harriet just, are the parents. They're just squares. Yeah, they're the parents. Okay. So it's kind of like this de-evolution of the... Sure, of, yeah. So I'm sure at this point you are picking up the fact that there's just a bunch of weird this shit is, and crap. This is insane, and I love it. You ready for a game? Yes. Fact or crap? Are the following terms crap terms or just some shit I made up? Okay, I love it. All right. Uh, I'm going to give you the name of the thing. I'm going to explain what it is. Uh, I get a game. Okay. Hot hand. This is somebody who... Oh, that's fact. Uh, somebody who tosses the dice over the far wall instead of hitting the wall. They're this called is, a hot hand. This is fact. That is false. I made that up. Uh, Limp wrist. Somebody who can't hit the back wall. T- true. That is also false. Okay, I'm going to see. <laughs> okay. Bones. This is what they call dice. True. That is true. <laughs> Funky bones. This is what they call cold dice. No, incorrect. Okay. That's an art installation. <laughs> yeah, that is an art installation. Uh, bar aces. This is what they call snake eyes. Uh, false. Uh, that is true. Uh, Snickies. Another name for Snickies. Did you eyes. say Sneakies? Snickies. Snickies. Like Snickers, but uh, Snickies. Oh, okay. No, false. That is true. They call Snake Eyes Snickies. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> Hot one. This is when a one and a six are rolled together. Uh, no. That is false. Bar sixes. That's a hard 12. No. That is true. They call a hard 12 bar sixes. What? I don't... <laughs> I don't know. Sure. So instead of just saying two sixes, they say hard 12 or bar sixes. Yeah, I love it. Uh, for, sure, why not? Box cars, another name for 12. Yes. Okay, true. Yeah. Midnight, another name for 12. No. Oh, it's true. No, you made that. <laughs> I swear to God. Okay, all right. Uh, a Brando, someone who si- starts singing Luck Be a Lady Tonight that's, at the craft no, table. This is inc- that's you made that up. Okay. I know you made that up. A tall and short. This is when a five and a three are rolled together. Uh, true. False. Uh, that didn't s- Ace deuce. This is when a one and a two no. are rolled together. I swear that one's real. Alright, keep them coming. I got so many more. <laughs> Big red. <laughs> and yeah, that's uh, what that's they call true. seven. That's true. I don't Big red yeah, is what they true. call seven. You can't say seven at the craps table. It's like Macbeth. Oh. So you, you have it. to call it other oh, weird there's shit. Big red. <laughs> there's Big Red. That's when you roll the seven. A ballerina. That's a hard four. True or false? Uh, True. True, because it's two, two. <laughs> the, I, that is the actual reasoning. <laughs> uh, uh, Jimmy Hicks. This is what they call a six in some locations. <laughs> no. No, that one's true. You, you laughed through. Oh, I know. you mother. It's called a Jimmy Hicks. <laughs> or, you know, some or, some locations. This is just the no, places that. It's the most popular alternative name for an easy six. What? Yeah. So if you roll a two and a four, they'll say Jimmy Hicks. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, if, if six was established as point and then it gets hit. If you hit the six on a point, oh, um, they ca- they say six 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 winner six came hard, or six 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 winner six came easy, depending on if it's a three three uh-huh. or a two four, uh-huh. whether it was a hard six or an easy right. six. Right, I okay. Uh-huh. Um, so there's the the hard and easy, uh, and over easy when somebody cracks an egg on the table. <laughs> <laughs> you made that up. Yeah, yeah. that's how ridiculous I have yeah, to be. I mean, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Holler to preemptively yell out what the dice will be as they're still rolling. Uh, true. False. Fuck. That makes t- too much sense. Uh, a fever five. Any five. Yes. Yep, that one's true. Absolutely. Any five that's rolled, you can call it a fever five. Nina. Any nine. No. Nope, that one's true. Ah. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, a nine. Keep I'm rolling. Gonna, I'm going to give you a list of things that nine can be. <laughs> okay. you t- rapid fire, I'll you tell, tell me. You, I'll tell you what they are, yeah. Okay, can you call it a Jesse James? Yes. Yes, because he was killed by a 45 pistol. <laughs> <laughs> can you call it a Nina from Pasadena? Yes. Yes, you can. <laughs> can you call it a Nina at the marina? You can. You absolutely can. Can you call it a Niner from Carolina? Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> can you call it an old Mike? Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Better question, why? Because Michael Jordan, at the end of his career, oh, wore the number 45. He did wear 45. So you can call a nine an old Mike. Uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, yo, short for Yo Levin. 
No. That is true. <laughs> the most common way to refer to 11 on a craps table is yo level. Yo. Um, which brings up the high low yo, which is a. <laughs> what the fuck is <laughs> <Which> this? <laughs> the high yo low. Um, this is. Uh, I don't just mean what the fuck is that. Yeah. I mean what the fuck is all of. I know this. a high low yo is a bet that this you can This is what make. happens. This is what <laughs> happens when the same group of people stands around a table for seven hours. Yeah. They and they're just yelling they random shit. It's old Mike. You can bet. <laughs> I, I, you can say I'm a bet the high low yo, which is you're betting that the next roll will be a two, a, a twelve, or an eleven. Oh, so you're throwing the lev- the eleven in on the high low. Yep. Gotcha. Um, a yo yo, two elevens, uh, one after the other. Absolutely. No. What? That, that one's not true. <laughs> uh, Undertaker. This is when you bet on the don't come line. So like they would call you an undertaker if you bet on the don't come line. No. Or the don't pass line. No. That false. is that is false. Wrong way better. This is when you don't bet on the don't this is when you bet on the don't pass line. Correct. So they would call you a wrong way better if uh-huh. you're betting on the don't that yeah. is true. Little Joe, this is when the point is established on a four. Yeah. That's true. Most fours are referred to as Joe or Little Joe or Little Joe from Kokomo. <laughs> Big Little Joe from Kokomo. Big Nina. This is when the point is established as on a, a nine. On a nine? Yeah. That one's false. I just made that one up. Most of these sound like they were just made up. Yeah. Uh, I would love to just give a little bit more time to uh, Nina from Pasadena. Th- uh, that was incredible. Old Mike. Um, a n- uh, what, what would you say? For a niner from Carolina? A niner from Carolina. Uh, the fact that a hard four is called a ballerina because it's two, 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 that is so funny. So that's the game, Nathan. Wow. Admittedly, you didn't. You did about as well as I thought you would do. Thank you. Um, that's incredible. I love craps. Wow. I want to show up to a craps table. What a table fucking roller coaster. In a pinstripe suit yeah. and just start yelling shit. <laughs> Big Red, <laughs> Jimmy Hicks. Uh, give me on. that Niner from Carolina. <laughs> That's what they'll they'll be like Niner Niner from Carolina. Like yeah. everything is rhyming. I don't know why they do this. <laughs> it's so funny to me. Oh my god! Wow. Yeah. So um, you can. That sounds like some bullshit that we would like. I know. <laughs> and also one that I did gloss over. Um, anytime you hit a seven or an eleven on the on the come out roll. Um, that's called like on nat- the first rule. Yeah, that's called a natural. natural so you hit the yeah. seven or the eleven. That's good. Natural. It's a, it's a natural. That's like that's a win, right? Yep. That's um, you can also call three uh, Ace caught a deuce, Tracy, or AC Deucey. AC Deucey. <laughs> I love AC Deucey. Yep. Snake eyes. You could say Highway to Hell, TNT, yep. Black Back in Black. You could say AC Deucey. <laughs> Snake eyes um, during actual play is referred to as two craps two. Um, because the pass line bet is lost on a come out crap roll, um, or you can also call it aces double the field, <laughs> sneakies. <laughs> right, that one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, loose deuce is another one. <laughs> Lucy Deucey. <laughs> it's so. Dude, I'm gonna show up so and say Lucy Deucey. It is. I love this so much. Nathan, do you have any questions? For well, me? I have a lot of questions, <laughs> but I don't know that they are conducive to us <laughs> being able to <laughs> wrap up this episode in a timely yeah. manner. Oh, God. So, yeah, that was a lot of fun. I, I'm glad you had fun. I'm sorry this one ran long, folks, but listen to it on a road trip and, and then stop at the casino in Kansas. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I keep trying to convince Andy to stop at casinos on road trips, and he doesn't want to. So. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe we'll hit a crap to. table soon. Maybe we'll, I'll crap on this table right now if you want me to. Terrific. All right. Thanks for listening, folks. I'm Andy. I'm Nathan. Yo, ho, ho. And a bottle of thank you for listening. So long. Goodbye.